Hey guys, welcome to the Pretty and Witty Podcast with me, Elena, and my best friend, Kim. Have you ever been processing with a friend and out of it comes a profound revelation that you wish you would have recorded? From that idea, this podcast was formed. Elena and I have been best friends for many years, so we figured why not just dialogue about our daily lives, our dreams, and our discoveries with the Lord. So we hope you enjoy these conversations and get a little insight into who we are and learn to embrace the truth of who God made you to be and how he made you to live. What up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Pretty and Witty. We are so pumped to be back with you guys for a season two. We're excited to bring you guys new content and just continue to share about what our life looks like, what living life with the Lord every day is, and yeah, just kind of a peek into what it is that we're doing these days. So if you haven't listened to our our first episode of season two for 2023, go check that out. Kim and I share about, yeah, kind of what we feel like the Lord's been doing since we were last with you guys in season one and kind of where we feel like we're heading in 2023. So we're excited to continue that journey. And if you haven't listened to season one, Go ahead and binge listen to those episodes. Um, Just, yeah, there's some golden nuggets in there for you. And maybe you'll see how much Elena and I have grown since (laughs) last year. (laughs) All right. Well, today we want to talk about community. Community. Having friends. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think I'm actually excited about this episode, not just to kind of share like our thoughts on this, but you know, I feel like I'm entering or I'm about to enter a new chapter in my life, a new season. Um, And so this has actually been some things that I've personally been wrestling with and thinking through and chatting with the Lord about, um, you know, how to navigate this stuff now because of where I feel like I'm headed soon. And so I'm excited to kind of dialogue and you know, pick Kim's brain, you know, she's, she's had good experience with this. She moved and has had to literally relearn all of this stuff too. So I'm excited to kind of learn from the journey that she's lived in Nashville. Oh Lord. Yes. It has been <laughs> quite a journey, but like you said earlier, things are only going up from here. So <laughs> praise <Amen>. God <laughs> that um, I have friends now. <laughs> We joke that 2023 is the year that we'll turn 29, which Kim hates that I say that. I'm still 28 for most of this year. (laughs) Okay, but so as we're getting older and a new potential, you know, phase of life in a new city where you don't know anybody, it's kind of just started these questions of what does it look like to build community as, you know, a young adult still, but moving into your 30s into a different phase of adulthood like especially for us we actually went to college together if you guys are new listeners Elena and I have known each other since college and in college all you do is hang out with people all the time like you're not even really there for school you're there for friends and like you have community built in for you and then Elena then went to ministry school where it's kind of the same situation. All your friends are doing the same thing as you have similar schedules. 
And so you just have this built-in community that you can hang out with all the time versus now transitioning into this new phase of life, which I did in June of 2021. Um, and you're kind of by yourself <laughs> in a new city um, trying to recreate community, but you don't have that instant community handed to you. You have to build it yourself and you have all this time restraints and different scheduling and just things that you have to deal with that you didn't think about before. I went from having the best community in the world, the closest friends I've had, um, to having no friends at all. And so I had to learn how to make friends and also how to be okay with just being by myself too. Um, because I went through a long time of just being by myself yeah. and trying to make friends and it not working out. And the friends I did make would get boyfriends and then never talk to me again, or we just wouldn't hang out as much, which is fine. I'm happy for them. And we're still, you know, cordial. It's not like anything like that, but just the closest people to me would distance themselves. So um, yeah, so just navigating that. But now I have a great community of friends, but it took me a while to get there. So with all that in mind, I did write down some things that looking back is like helpful advice that I would give someone who would be starting from ground zero <laughs> like I did. Nice. So the first advice is you need to be the friend that you want to have. That's a good one. Yes. Like I came here and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm the new kid here. Like you're going to invite me to things. But in reality, that doesn't happen. People don't think like that. You know, if, if you've been here for years and years, you don't care that I'm new. You're, well, the majority of people, I have had some great friends who have cared but like majority of people are not going to go out of their way to welcome you you have to be the friend that you want to be so you have to be intentional you have to invite people to hang out you have to ask for people's numbers you have to go to all these events connect with people and like really be intentional to want to hang out with them and not just wait around for friends to come to you so I would always think, okay, like, what kind of friend would I want? I would want a friend that would invite me to something. I would want a friend that would include me when they're going to this concert or whatever. So I'm going to be that type of friend and text this person and see if they want to do this or that. Um, so be the friend that you want to be is a huge, that will help you so much, um, because you're not waiting around for someone to do something that they might not ever do. I think learning to be the friend that you want is definitely going to require a level of courage and like to be willing to put yourself out there. I feel like when you're starting out, there is a level of like, you kind of have to make some stuff happen. Like you have to be bold, like hype yourself up and be like, okay, we can do this. Like I'm willing to be, like basically you're risking vulnerability because you're literally putting yourself out there with no guarantee that it could be reciprocated. 
that is very real, I would say. And like me personally, I am such a people person. I'm such like a friendship person. I love having multiple friends, lots of people around me. And honestly, before Nashville, like I didn't want to do anything by myself because I never had to. I always had friends with me. So, hey, I'm going to go to the grocery store. You want to come with me? Hey, I'm going to do this. You want to come with me? Yeah. Go to this event together. Like, and coming here, I literally had no one. And I think, oh, man, I'm just remembering like my first month here. Like, I have no one to do anything with, but I need to go do things. So I would show up to churches by myself. I would show up to worship nights by myself. And like, it, you do have to be courageous. You do have to put yourself out there show up to places where everyone's friends and you're the new person there. Like, you know, part of me had to go, had to kill my pride, honestly, because mm-hmm. I walked to the place where I don't know where things are. I don't know where to go. Like, especially churches don't like, we could do a whole episode on <laughs> like how friendly people are and not friendly they are. Um, But like, you know, I finally had to learn, you know what, just kill my pride. I'm going to show up to this place and say, hey, I'm new here. I've never been here. Can you like show me where this is or can you help me find this? Like instead of pretending like, oh, I come here all the time. Like I know where everything is, you know, like so or just talking to people being like, hey, this is my first time. Like I'd like to get to know you. Like you just really have to put yourself out there, which it's hard. Um because you're just afraid of rejection and like I don't know it's just a lot so I've done literally everything by myself here (laughs) and easy for me I'm like oh yeah I'll go do this by myself I'll go to this random house that I've never been to and show up and act like I know people another thing I would say so like that goes with putting yourself out there So literally, when I moved to Nashville, um, I didn't have a job. And so I had like, I think it was four months, which is crazy. The Lord is so good. Wow. Um, Or maybe it was two months. I don't remember. But that I like didn't have a job. And so it was amazing to just spend time with the Lord and meet people. So I literally would find something to do every single night. I'd go, um, I mean, I'm a faith-filled person, so I'd go to worship nights, I'd go to different events going on in the city, Um, just anything I heard, I would go to. And I would just meet people, meet people, meet people, um, connect with people, get their numbers, um, and just make friends. And I think as you're doing that and putting yourself out there, um, you have to also realize like you're kind of casting your net far, but then realizing what are you catching and with the friends that you are making, which friends do you feel like you're going to actually go deep with and which friends do you feel like, oh, like um, you might not be a lifelong friend you might just be a friend for a season. What should people look for, I guess, when trying to figure out who to invest in 
building a relationship with. Ask the Lord, what friendships do I need to pour into? What friends do I need to hang out with? Like, and he'll show you for sure. But I think something that I'm surprised by is like some of the friends that I had when I first moved here that I thought, oh my gosh, like we're going to, we're going to be friends forever. And like, you know, we're really going to, I'm going to hang out with you all the time because we're already hanging out all the time. And now I look back and I'm like, I see them maybe once every couple months or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. That. Um, that isn't there the way that I thought it was, or maybe their phase of life changed. And so they just don't have the capacity to, to hang out anymore. So I think if you're aware that there are friends in your life who are just there for a season, then it kind of helps your heart when to not be disappointed. Something recently that I've been challenged with, because now I've been here um, over a year, is I've kind of spread myself too thin with hanging out with people all the time because I've been like, I don't have friends. I need to make friends. So I'm doing all this stuff. So I'm just hanging out with anyone and everyone and not really focusing on who do I need to go deep with. And I think that's a transition from our younger 20s. In our younger 20s, we had 5 million friends. And like, maybe we weren't super deep with all of them, but we could hang out with someone and do fun stuff all the time. Whereas now, you know, I have a full-time job, like my schedule might not align with your schedule. So if we're really going to hang out, we have to be intentional So now instead of looking for the quantity of people, I'm looking for quality people. Yeah, that's really good. Some of the keys in that for me personally is like, okay, who has like similar um, passions as me or is kind of on the same page as me? Because we do different types of friendships. Um, You might have a friendship where it's more like, a mentorship like you're kind of pouring into that person but like they're not really pouring back into you it's more like you mentoring them so in that case to me personally that's not really refreshing for me like I want to go deep with someone where we can um, kind of be that for each other like iron sharpens iron um, so I look for that um, I and such a heart person, of course, I love to go deep. And so someone that I can connect with and be vulnerable with, that's really who I want to invest my time with. Um, someone who just gets me. And I feel like, I hate to say this, but you just kind of know, like when you meet them, it might be harder at the beginning to decipher Um like what kind of friend because you might be so excited about oh my gosh we both love this we both do this da 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 but then as time goes on you realize like oh actually we're not really connecting the way I would like to and so I would say another key is are they reciprocating their intentionality yes life can get busy And you can like excuse that. But if it's like they literally will not make time for you, then don't waste your time on them. The truth is, is like you make time for what's important 
And I feel like I really believe that. And I, I feel like I've always believed that, but I feel like I've especially come to understand the truth of that as I've gotten older. And I guess it does go hand in hand with what you just said. Like as a person, like I should always know, like I want to make time for what's important to me. So if I value people then I'm, then I, if that's like a core value of mine, then I expect my life to reflect what I believe, meaning like I will make space and time for the people that I'm interested in and investing in. The older that you get, you just realize like how much you need like somebody that's reciprocating, that it doesn't feel one-sided because that is mentorship and that's great. And I'm an advocate for that, but I feel like that cannot be your of community. As you're saying that, like examine your friendships. If you're listening to this, like if you're like, wow, I feel like I don't really pour into anyone that you might be the one that everyone's mentoring, you know, mm, when dang. that and El- Elena and I have such a huge heart for this. Like it sucks when you're hanging out with someone and they're talking about themselves the whole time. And Elaine and I are great question askers. So we're going to ask you a million questions, but you never ask us like, how our life is or what we're doing. So you only come to your friends just to word vomit on them, but you don't care about their life. If that's you, you might want to reevaluate your friendships. Something I've learned, a lot of people don't know how to be a friend, which is insane. Like, and it's funny. I have a friend here who I absolutely adore And we were talking about this, like, we realized, oh, like, you literally don't understand how to be. I'm over here hurt and offended that you're, like, not wanting to hang out with me, not being intentional, but you have no idea how to be. do that. Mm. Yeah. She had a conversation where she sat down with a friend and was like, hey, like, I feel like I'm always you to do stuff and like you never invite me to do anything like when you're going to do this like you didn't even consider me and when she confronted her friend her friend was like wow I never thought to even consider you like I didn't even think that I should invite you to things like it was just not a thought in their mind which is crazy to me hearing that so some people don't know how to be friends and I think also I'm such a um, deep person that I've also run into people who say we're like really good friends. And I'm like, what? Like, (laughs) I didn't know we were really good friends, but it's because maybe their depth is different than mine. So they think, oh yeah, we're great friends. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you even considered me your friend. Like we barely see each other. We barely talk about anything, but I guess we're friends, you know, and it it might just be they haven't experienced that. So I don't know. It's so interesting. So being the friend that you want to have and maybe helping the friends that you do have learn how to be better friends and be more intentional if that's something that they struggle with. Yeah, I think, like I said, it all goes back to like knowing kind of what you need in your life Mm -hmm. like what is it that you're looking for in gaining community um which I think is something 
that I've, I'm still searching for. And I don't know if I necessarily know exactly what it is that I'm looking for, but I, I know enough to know that I haven't quite found it yet. To tag on to what you just said, like, maybe you guys aren't in a new city and you're not starting from ground zero, then examine the friendships that you have now and how can you go deeper with them? How can you like um, have a better quality of friendship as life? You know, like, or yeah, maybe you have friends that you've known for years, um, but how can you maintain those relationships, you know, and pour into those even more? Uh, is also something that I would think about and knowing when you're making new friends, like Elena's my best friend, right? And she meets so many needs for me. So when I meet someone new, I can't expect them to be Elena. I have Mm -hmm. to take them for who they are. So maybe they're not going to give me the best advice like Elena does. And they might not be that kind of friend, but they might be super fun and we can like do fun things together and be adventurous, but they're not going to be the person that I go to when I'm like needing wisdom. I think when you're trying to build community, regardless of if you're in a new place where you know nobody, or maybe you're just at a place where, like Kim said, you're, you're evaluating relationships. I think it is important to kind of realize what is it that you need? I feel like we talk about community, especially in like the Christian culture and And that to me is just finding people that you do life with, people that know you, that see you, that love you for who you are. Um, And I think a big part of that is knowing, do I have somebody in my life that is championing me into the best version of myself every day? Is there somebody in my life that knows me well enough and loves me enough to call me out when I'm not living up to that? I think that's a huge part when sometimes we can talk about friendships and just think it's something that makes us feel good. But, you know, this podcast is not just our life, but the hope is that it would literally point you to the Lord and teach you if you maybe don't know what it means to live out Christian principles in your everyday life. And a big one of those is having people in your corner that, like I said, champion you and love you and are willing to call you out when you're not living up to the fullest of your potential, because that is what's going to make us into better humans. And I honestly, like, that's the kind of friendships I want. I don't want shallow friendships. I don't want friendships that don't give life, but honestly, having people um, that are friends that turn into family, that's, that's a big deal. And I feel like that is the aim of what I'm hoping for. Even if I'm even if I'm still learning how to navigate that as I get older, I know that that is what I want. That's that's the hope. That's what I'm shooting for. It's it's an interesting journey that we go on. I feel like learning to navigate. I don't know. I mean, I, obviously, that's just the mark of growing up in general. Like you're leaving one phase of your life and you're going into the next one. Um, I think, I don't know, unless you have anything else I'm going to share. The last little thing I think I have is also learning how to be deeply grateful for what you did have when you had it, I think has been a big thing that the Lord has kind of brought to my mind as I'm still, you know, learning to navigate friendships in my later 30s as I grow up. And I still feel like I'm looking for a place to call home with a group of people. 
that I haven't had for the last few years. Something that I feel like the Lord has been teaching me is how to stir up gratitude in my heart. Like I might not have the things that I'm, I'm praying for or asking of the Lord, like I'm still searching for that. But there is gratitude in my heart when I think about how lucky I was that I did get to experience the depth of relationships that I did have in my younger 20s, even if that's not where I'm currently at right now. Um, And so I think, yeah, there's just something really important about being grateful for the seasons of life that we do get to live with people um, and never letting the lack of what we're currently experiencing make us bitter for the things that we haven't yet seen happen, I think is a big key in moving forward and navigating, you know, anything. I mean, we've talked about transition last season. That's a big gratitude is a big key for that contentment in your life. Gratitude is the answer for that. I feel like community when you want godly friends or you want friends that you aren't experiencing gratitude is the fix for that. So it's really interesting learning in a lots of seasons of life, how gratitude can kind of change everything for what you're hoping to experience later on. Yeah. It just shifts your perspective on life for sure. And yeah, being grateful for what you have now, but also expectant that God created this life where we go from glory to glory. So even though I don't get to spend 24 hours with my friends all day long when I should be studying in college. Um, I still have incredible friendships that it looks different, but it's still great. And it's going to get even greater in the future. So not looking back like, Oh, those were the best days. It's like, no, the best days are still ahead. So we hope you enjoyed this one. Thanks for coming along with us and we hope you'll tune into the next one. See you next time.